And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Oh, thank you very much, the legendary John Bon Jovial. And thank you, listeners around the world. And I've been wondering about that. I've noticed on the news recently, for some reason in the last, uh, I don't know, six months to a year, they have suddenly started saying across the world. And I'm trying to wrap my head around that. And maybe that's the problem. I'm trying to wrap around it instead of across it. But the last I knew, most people accepted the fact that the world was a globe. It is around. So you can't go across the world. You can go across the United States or you can go across the ocean, but you have to go around the world. This change in verbiage is brought to you by the Flat Earth Society. <laughs> I'm sorry I mentioned it. Thank you, listeners, wherever you are. Welcome to the David Bowers Awards here on Blog Talk Radio, as well as your favorite podcast platform, and also WRFZ FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio in Rochester, New York where Mary Perry, an accredited disability representative, underwrites the David Bowers Awards so that all of our listeners in Rochester can hear us, including all of our fine friends and uh, patrons of the House of Guitars in Rochester. Hello to you, too. You can hear us now on all these exciting places, Apple, uh, which is now the Apple Podcast platform, YouTube, Spreaker, iTunes, uh, Mixcloud, and, you know, all of them, even the, even the Podcoin, the app that pays you to listen to podcasts. So you have no excuse not to listen to us. And if your favorite podcast platform does not carry the David Bowers Awards, then how the heck are you listening to us? <laughs> Never mind. If you've got a platform that doesn't have it, you write them and tell them that you want to hear the David Bowers Awards because we play such great indie music. And we've got a new one for you right here, folks. Here is Matt Weston. Hey, bro. Just a couple of rowdy renegades When we blew it up, tore it down Like Jesse James had come back around Getting caught, getting high I took your blame and you took mine Saying, hey bro, I got your back Dare anybody to go jacking with that No, hey bro, I know you got mine Yeah, some things run thicker than a bloodline Got you covered, my brother, from another
it'll be smarter, but we slide sometimes. So we go for broke, pay the cost. Always said we were cut out of the same cloth. Some things never change, and here's one more that's still the same. There you go, singer, actor, and uh, a lucky day. He released that Friday the 13th. That is Matt Weston and Hey Bro, and he's got a he's got a heck of an interesting story. And I think he's gonna I think he's got a hit on his hands with that. That's one of those things that can catch on, especially when people realize that the theme of the song is a tribute to our military and first responders. Uh, he's a he's a Pittsburgh guy. And he comes to us from uh, from our friend uh, uh, our friends at MTS, uh, Michael Stover's production and uh, marketing company. And uh, who knows, we might even be able to get Matt here on the show. That's a, a, a good, interesting song. I can definitely, I can definitely be, I can hear it played in clubs and bars around the country. I, I got a hunch that, uh, I got a hunch you're going to hear a little more of that. What you say, John Bon Jovial? Well, you know, bro, <laughs> I like it. And it's got a nice driving beat to it. it and, and, I, and yeah, I, I was going to hit on the bar thing. I think that you called it right there. That's one of those things that's going to be on a jukebox, and there's going to be a lot of people that are going to want to hear that song, and especially the more beer, wine, and or hard liquor they consume, I think the more that song <laughs> might be played. It's a good song. He, he does a good job on it. Yeah, he does. And uh, like I said, he's got an interesting story himself. He's an engineer turned singer, actor, and uh, performer. And I think that uh, it might be interesting to get him on the show and hear his uh, hear his whole story. He's had uh, he's had some radio singles that have gotten some airplay. He's uh, what he was named the 2018 International Music and Entertainment Association's Male Country Artist of the Year. 
and he was nominated for several other industry awards, too. Uh, he had a single out earlier this year, Stomp On, which I think we played here on the show uh, several months ago. It reached the iTunes Country Song Top 40, so uh, he's not unaccustomed to a degree of success. And, yeah, I think that uh, I think that he's going to extend his reach with the uh, Hey Bro. We'll never know until we find out, but... Uh, How's it by you? Hey, bro, there, John Bon Jovial. Uh, well, John John Bon Brovial. Yeah, that's, <clears throat> yeah. Well, okay, that was really, that was a very poor attempt at a, at a joke that got severely butchered. I'm, I'm sorry, did we did we wake you or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, what, go, what is going on in southwest Florida? Well, you know, we are transitioning into uh, our fall weather here uh, in the great sunshine state of Florida where the highs are going to go from an average of 93 or 94 during the day with a thousand percent humidity down to a chilly 90 with uh, about 750 percent humidity so you know we're gonna have to break out the parkas here pretty soon and wrap a muffler around our neck and get the galoshes out because you know if it does rain a little bit we don't want our our flip-flops to get wet so uh, you know, that's that's kind of what's going on in Florida right now. Other than the fact that it's September, it's a slow month, everybody's just kind of out taking it easy right now, waiting for the snowbirds to return, which they shall start their annual migration next month. And as a businessman, I view it with mixed emotions. You know, it's great because I love the uh, the profit that we make off of them. But at the same time, you know, the level of road rage sometimes can exceed the value of the money that they're spending. Uh huh. I uh, I understand that. But <laughs> hey, uh, at least uh, at least we uh, fulfilled the promise to see you in September. And uh, oh, <laughs> moving right on from that, <laughs> right here on the show, where every show is an award show. And uh, we will never award one to ourselves, but that makes each of our guests award winners. And uh, we want to thank you, no, Kitty no, no. Bingo. Yeah, wait a minute. Sometimes, sometimes we're really pretty stupid, so we do deserve an award. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, uh, speak for yourself. That's every, that, but that's every week, so what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> uh, where was I? Oh, we were, we were saluting Titty Bingo, our house band. And uh, they provide, of course, our theme song. And uh, they've got some great rock and roll you can check out by going to tittybingo.com. And uh, it is, of course, available. They, uh, in addition to being a, uh, a good house band and a great Texas rock band, uh, they back up a lot of name artists. I know they, they work with Willie quite a bit and uh, several other artists, but uh, they do have their own original style of rock and roll. I think you're going to like it. Uh, check them out, tittybingo.com. It's always time to play Titty Bingo. And remember, this is the show where you, as well as our guests, help us pick the awards. There's no nominations, no naming panels, phony voting, or anything like that. Somebody does or says something good or stupid, and they get an award. Simple and easy as that. So if you've got someone or something that you think deserves a music award, write us at david at thedavidbowers.com. Put awards in the subject line and uh, send it on out to us. Who knows? You may hear your award right here on the show with, of course, proper attribution. We will definitely embarrass you by mentioning your name right along with the award. And uh, we want to issue our first award of this week. 
And uh, that goes to Mr. Ken Burns and his new PBS series, Country Music. And I have watched it, and I can tell you, from my point of view, uh, this is Ken Burns at his best. As most of you probably already know, he has done several uh, wonderful series in the past, and this one lives up, and in some ways I think it exceeds the ones he's done already. Of course, I may be biased because we are, you might say, music-oriented here, but uh, it starts out with the roots of American music, and uh, it just follows along step-by-step step right down the line. It uh, is really an in-depth study of music in America, and while it does base on country music, obviously with a name like country music, uh, it it really is American music. When you stop to think about it, uh, all of our music evolved from the early days in this country, and a lot of it was brought from around the world by the people who came from around the world. And so it's an amalgam of styles and ethnicities, and this series follows uh, that seed being planted here in the new world and its growth over the, uh, well, over the decades. And uh, if you missed it, I think you should go out of your way to see it. It is that good. John Bon Jovi, have you seen it yet? I have not seen it yet. However, I'm aware of it. I have uh, DVR'd it and I've got a season pass all set up for it. So we'll probably, you know, do a binge and uh, try to, you know, watch as much of it as we can. But I just know that anything that Ken Burns touches turns to gold, whether it is his... Um, you know, marvelous, uh, legendary series on the Civil War, uh, baseball, uh, the national parks. Everything he touches pretty much turns to gold. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I, I very much plan on watching it, and, uh, you know, I very much plan on enjoying it. You will. You will. It is an excellent series. Of course, everything he touches is done well. And uh, this one is, doesn't disappoint. I would expect this to be up for some awards after it's finished because it is an excellent, uh, it is an excellent history of music in America. So don't let the don't let the name country music throw you completely. Uh, it it does it is country music in many aspects, but it is also American music. It's the history of music in America, and uh, we salute him. A great series. And uh, congratulations, Ken Burns, on another uh, success. Speaking of successes, we have a gentleman who has a success for himself and a story to tell. He is standing by, and uh, or perhaps sitting by, I don't know, but he will be with us in, uh, oh, three or four minutes right after we listen to Jay Katana. The song is called Kiss Close.
Kiss Closed. That's Jay Katana, and this is Jay Katana. Come on in, Jay. Say hello. Hello. He, he, took, he took you literally. <laughs> well, welcome aboard. I, uh, I I hope you feel free to be uh, to be more talkative. We're glad to have you here with us. And uh, great listening to that track. Jay, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background, because I know that some of the listeners aren't familiar with you. I know you've uh, you've got something on your uh, on your profile there that is in. Uh, it's in a foreign language, and I know that you're from Moldova. So tell us a little bit about Jay Catania's background. So 70 years ago, I moved here and uh, to become um, to make it as a musician, and it was a fun journey. Uh, I played in a band from Atlanta called uh, For This Day. Uh, we toured the South. We released uh, EP Waves. And in 2015, I moved to New Jersey, joined School of Thorns, and also like we toured there. And after that, I came back to Atlanta and started releasing my solo albums. Awesome! And you do uh, you do some good work there. I know. And listening to a couple of tracks, we've got another track we'll play uh, after we talk to you a bit. Uh, you are definitely a guitarist, although. Uh, Although you, you, you have also claimed to be a guitar punisher. A guitar who? Punisher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't know if, I don't know if I would uh, agree with that or not. I, I don't know you nor have I seen you play, but I would, uh, I would hazard to say that you get the most out of a guitar. Uh, from listening to your work, you, uh, you are definitely... Uh, you definitely get the most out of the guitar. In in Russian, there is an expression like, if to translate directly, it's like like to win over somebody, it's like to punish them. So I guess I translate translate it directly. Ah. <laughs> Very good. That that does explain it. John Bon Jovial, you want to jump in here? Yeah, Jay, I I, I wanted to ask you something. Um, well, and and I'm going to. Uh, ask a precursory question first and that is if you don't mind me asking how old are you 33 okay have you ever heard <laughs> okay the, the, the reason why i asked there was a band back in the 70s i believe they were from sweden called focus have you ever heard of them no okay because your guitar playing which by the way is just out of this world that's great uh, your guitar playing reminds me very much of this band, Focus, and uh, they had an album, I think it was just, I think they only produced one album, it was called Moving Waves, and uh, look it up, I'm sure you can probably find it on YouTube or, you know, or Spotify or, you know, any of the music services, uh, but uh, I, I think that I would be curious to find out whether or not you agree with me in your style because it's not exactly like theirs but I, I, I hear you know, in, influences if you will and I don't even know if calling it an influence is the right word if you've never heard them but uh, boy they're just a great band now this this, um, this track we just played just uh, closed this is, uh, this is part of a, uh, a collection an album of sorts uh, it, uh, say it again, 
I, this song that we just played, uh, Kiss Closed, that that is from an album or collection? Yeah, it's from the album Bleeding uh, Boyfriend Mixtape that just came out like last Friday. Uh, ah, okay, so yeah. this, is a, uh, this is a new release. Would you repeat the title for us, please? Uh, Bleeding Boyfriend Mixtape. Ah, uh, okay. It's uh, it's a little bit hard to hear you. I don't know if it's the connection or what, but uh, if you stay right on mic, we should be able to hear you. Okay. Uh, this this just came out then, so uh, it's been released here in the states, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. And you are you are over here in the states now. Where where is it? Your uh, what's your base of operations? Uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, okay. Yeah, so a lot of good music has come out of Atlanta over the years. Yeah. I remember Joe South came out of there, and uh, he, between his writing and his producing and his own music, uh, he put out quite a uh, quite a load of music too. How long have you been here in the states? Seven years. How many? Seven. Seven. Okay, I thought you said seventy there for a second. <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute, that uh, that does not compute. <laughs> but uh, I, what what does that? Uh, I, I don't know what is that on your uh, on your page there at the very top. I, I don't know. Is that Cyrillic? The bleeding uh, boyfriend language on that first bleeding. line. I'm sorry. Bleeding boyfriend. Bleeding boyfriend or. No, there's there's a line at the top of your. Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It says like uh, the guitarist from that side of the mountain. Okay, <laughs> I wondered. <laughs> I saw that, and I'm I'm saying, you know, uh, I can't even read it, let alone pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know but, exactly uh, what you're what you're talking about. <laughs> you're you're a guitar punisher, is what you say. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's a. Uh, you have a I wasn't honestly. I wasn't ready that you're gonna involve on those things. <laughs> I completely forgot, like that I have them on my page. So. Oh, no, not a problem. We try to be, we try to be totally casual and totally unpredictable here. Uh, this is uh, yeah. this is not your formal interview. This is a sit back, put your feet up, and uh, let's chat for a while and get to know each other. <laughs> now yeah. you were with a group called Pool of Thorns. Yeah. And how long were you with them? Uh, three years. Okay. I guess I should ask, was, was this your group or was this a group that you joined? No, no, no. Uh, that, uh, that band existed for uh, nine years before I joined them. And they were pretty solid in that three-state area. They were touring constantly the East Coast and uh, uh, North uh, and yeah, they had like many releases. They they had like a huge fan base, and uh, I contacted them like I think 2013, and I I always was on their radar. And then in 2016, I came for an audition, and I joined them because I I needed uh, some. Uh, at that point, I was missing playing live, and I needed to do this like full time, on okay. and on and on. Okay, yeah, because here in Atlanta, here in Atlanta, it was kind of crisis with live bands, like mm. at, at least uh, what I'm interested in, and so it was definitely one of the best experiences. 
I can understand that, and uh, I'm, I'm sure it was, and probably uh, probably helped you get uh, accustomed to our uh, our whole way of doing things over here. John Bon Jovial, you've got something you wanted to add here. Yeah, yeah. Jay, do you, do you still gig with these guys? No, the band uh, broke up a couple of months ago. Okay, so when you do go out and uh, and play live. Uh, you know, what kind of approach do you take? Who do you have playing with you? Uh, right now, I'm working on the material with the singer. It's going to be a separate separate project, and hopefully when we're done recording, we're going to be playing full-time. That's, that's what I'm re- looking forward to. Well, I sure hope that you'll get us uh, a copy of that, because we'd love to have you back on and talking about this new music that you're going to be coming out with, and you know, hopefully it'll be sooner than later. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, honestly, I do feel like like I was born for stage. That's the only place when I feel like I'm alive, kind of like. And when I don't uh, play like for uh, more than like two, three months, I'm I'm already like missing something, something huge in my life. That is a uh, (laughs) that's a good feeling for a performer to have, where you feel. As at least as comfortable, if not more comfortable, performing than uh, just being yourself. And uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that because I like what you do. I can tell that you put your heart into it, and uh, I, I'd love to be able to follow you. We have a thing here on the David Bowers Awards that uh, once you're on our show, you're part of our family. We always have a place for you. We'll always help you spread the word of whatever you're doing, whether it's new music, touring, or whatever. So we do mm-hmm. want you to stay in touch with us, uh, keep us posted what's going on, and uh, you uh, get us some of the new music. We'll, uh, we'll always be happy to uh, play the music and expose it for you. And definitely, as John said, uh, we'd definitely like to have you come back on the show in the future and uh, share your experiences with us. Now, are you, uh, are you, you're, you're working on new music. Would you be touring again in the near future? Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, do you have... You don't have any idea of the time frame, like whether it's going to be late this year or next year? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be like late this year. Starting December, we'll start like with the first shows, and we'll go from there. Awesome, awesome. I uh, hope you will keep in touch with us. We'll definitely uh, share whatever you pass on to us, unless, of course, you tell us not to, but uh, normally we're <laughs> happy to share whatever. Uh, and... Uh, it's really great. How long have you been over here in the States now, Jay? Seven years. Seven years. Okay, so you're uh, yep. you're still basic. You're still basically kind of new to the States. What do you What do you think of the uh, of our country? You know, it's it's kind of it's it's a strange now um, because I was going to my country lately, and over there I don't feel like at home anymore. I feel like a stranger there because. Mm. It's been already like long time, and I don't recognize even like some places I grew up. But here, I'm not. Uh, I'm still a stranger here. You know, like it's kind of like I'm. I'm. I'm hanging. <laughs> so it's kind of right. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't know I, where, I I, under- where where I belong now. So. I can I understand guess, what you say. My my kids will be will feel here like at home, but not me. I guess. <laughs> no, I can understand that. I I to a lesser degree. Uh, I have a little bit of that because I've uh, traveled around the country and lived, uh, actually I've lived on both coasts 
and now I'm out in Arizona, which is sort of, uh, you know, almost in the middle. I mean, it's not directly in the middle, but it's not on either coast either. So I, I do know what you mean uh, from that aspect, and uh, I hope that uh, your your work here and uh, meeting people and playing your music and sharing with people, I hope you get uh, more of a sense of, uh, what do I want to say, uh, more of a sense of comfort, if not home. I know you never, never ever replace your own home, and uh, I just hope that uh, you find yourself a comfortable place here where you, you do feel at home as much as you can, and uh, you can enjoy it. Uh, you know, it's it, yeah. This is I, I, I do I do feel comfortable, and it's it's interesting because this country is big, and like like you said, from coast to coast and from city to city, it's very different, and it's always like something new. And I was, I was lucky enough. I was lucky enough to move here when I was like 25. So I was already adult enough to kind of appreciate these things. Because if I was right. like younger, and for example, my parents would move here, and I would be like, I don't know, nine years old. I wouldn't even like remember my country or something sure. to compare with. So. Right, and and yet you were. Uh, you were still uh, young enough to be. A, you were young enough to be able to adapt to the situation and old enough I, I to appreciate was, the I adaptation. Was, I was young enough not to mind to to sleep under the bridge or something to be, <laughs> to be starving. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was young enough, like to kind of not to care to be broke or something. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, you know, I've been there too. <laughs> and listen, I want to thank you so much for coming and sharing a little bit of your story with us, along with your music. Uh, let you know you you always have friends here now, and hopefully we'll be uh, spreading the word about Jay Katana around the world as well as around the United States. And we look forward to having you come back and see us again in the future. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Jay. Been a pleasure. And we do look forward to hearing from you again, ladies and gentlemen. It's Jay Titana, and this is called Letter from Child.
And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Jay Katana. That's called Letter from Child. And uh, a bit of a change of pace from his opening track, wouldn't you say, John Bongovio? Yeah. I, you know, the thing that strikes me about this song that we just played, Letter from a Child, is the guitar work. It's really interesting because it kind of reminds me of some of the stuff when psychedelia started, you know, kind of making roots in American rock and roll back in the 60s. You would hear stuff like that from Jefferson Airplane, for example, or Quicksilver Messenger Service. But the thing that I like (laughs) about that is that he's got a little bit of subtle techno pop mixed into it. And that really kind of lends a uh, a nice touch to it. Yeah, he's definitely worked on creating his own style, and it shows because uh, he does have uh, he does have a signature style there. I, it, I don't know as it has gotten to the point yet where, you know, he's easily recognizable from others. But when you listen to his music, you do get a feel for uh, the person he is and the style that he has. It's something uh, I really enjoy the fact that we are listening to an artist who is uh, still in the, of course, all artists are in the development stage all through their careers, but uh, he's in the developmental stage where we can follow along and see, you know, what he sounds like a year or two down the lane and how he's developed his style from there. Uh, It'll be interesting when he goes back out on the road too. I really hope that uh, we'll be able to get him back on the show. That was uh, uh, an interesting uh, conversation. And uh, of course the, uh, Great music, always great to have uh, to have some great music on the show, and we've been very fortunate in having a lot of great music, and that means we should move right along to our next artist. So, move getting right ready along. for Ms. Sean Murphy, and uh, let's listen to her title track from her latest album. It's called Reason to Try. Life is so 
And that was Reason to Try, the title track of the new album by our next guest, Ms. Sean Murphy. Hello, Sean. How are you? Hey, David. I'm great. How are you doing? Doing just fine and really happy to have you here with us today. I know when we originally talked about you coming on the show, I had discovered your music and uh, the tracks to your new album, as well as some of your older uh, music, older music, uh, but I did not know until I started doing some homework what a fantastic and interesting history you have, and hopefully we'll get to include a lot of it in the next 10 minutes or so. First off, if you would, tell us a little bit about your start in the business. Now, I preface that with knowing that uh, you started... Uh, as far as your biography goes, back in the 70s, and we're with some names that uh, are still famous today, uh, Rare Earth Records for one, and uh, some guy named Meatloaf. But how did you get started in the music business? Well, actually, I was planning, I had all these big plans of being an an actress. Um, And uh, when I got into, I was still in school, um, and I had joined the choir, yada, yada, yada. And then when school was out, I did some um, summer stock in the local plays and stuff. So, and then the musicals as well. So when I moved, finally, fast forward, I moved to um, Detroit, I decided, uh, well, the music thing is happening. There's not too much theater here. So I started a band in um, Detroit, and lo and behold, along comes uh, a friend of mine who said, look, they're holding auditions for hair. <laughs> I went, great. So I went down. Um, I got uh, the lead role, and um, uh, that's where Meatloaf came back in because we've been doing a lot of summer festivals uh, together in different bands um, when he was living in the Michigan area. And then he moved on to... Uh, I don't know, was it first either New York or L.A., one of the two, but he was in L.A. at the time. They said, well, uh, we're going to open a show in Detroit. Uh, do you want to be in the show? And he goes, sure. Do you know any singers, uh, female singers? I absolutely do, but don't know how to get a hold of her. So <laughs> I walked in to do the audition. He turned around and he goes, there she is. <laughs> awesome. So that's how I got boosted up in the uh, uh, upper echelons uh, as far as getting the lead role. But um, anyway, did that, continued on to music after that. Um, gosh, came back to, uh, uh, oh, 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 before that, first opening night, um, a bunch of people from Motown and Rare Earth Records came to opening night. They saw Meatloaf and I, although we had no scenes together, they decided, because I was going under the guise of, Stony at the time, thinking I wasn't really going to do this for a living. Okay. <laughs> and, um, uh, they thought that was kind of cool. They called us in. They said, do you want to sign a record deal? We said, sure. So we put up Stony and Meatloaf. I think it was 1971. And then from there, uh, that didn't really last too long. And uh, when Motown revamped and moved to L.A., they let Meatloaf go and pulled me out to L.A., <laughs> and I sat around and sat around, which is kind of their M.O. Um, they let just people fester. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I called they... up Punch Andrews, because uh, Punch Andrews, Bob Seger's manager, had been um, booking a lot of my bands in different uh, clubs that he had. Mm-hmm. So I figured that would be a good person to call. I said, hey, Punch, uh, I'm looking uh, 
uh, for a gig. I'm looking to move back. I'm tired of sitting here. Well, we just happened to uh, have lost one of our background singers. Uh, would you want to do that? And I went, well, I've never done anything like that before, but it doesn't seem too hard. Just sign me up. <laughs> so I called Motown. I said, when you get serious, call me. Otherwise, I'm going back to work. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> so I, I, drove, I drove back to Detroit, and um, that's when I started working with Bob. Um, so I've been working with him off and on since 73, 74. So um, missed, missed two tours, I think. Oh. But solid since 78 on. That and here I am on, yeah, here I am on his final tour. Over the years, who has been, other, other than obviously than the artists you've worked with, who has been a major influence, uh, your muse, if you will, as far as guiding your thoughts and, and processes? Boy, there's a long list there. I thought uh, there might first be. Thing, yeah. <laughs> first one comes to mind is Aretha, of course. Um, I, I basically... Uh, kind of grew up musically uh, listening to her and um then uh once once i uh got more savvy into what was happening in the blues world uh of course i i uh was in the 1969 uh ann arbor blues festival which was a collection of incredible stellar icon stars Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, the list is just too crazy and long to, to even mention right here in the short interview. But uh, I got a chance to see Big Mama Thornton. So, wow. That's oh, turned my head wow. around. <laughs> Fell in love with the blues. And, of course, on and on and on. And, of course, uh, one, of, one of my favorite, favorite uh, artists was Coco Taylor. Um, uh, I, I love the meat and Sal. Gosh, uh, Ann Peebles. Just, oh, yeah. I could... I could Yep, uh, two hours. Just talking I about can that. I can well imagine that, and unfortunately, we don't have two hours. But I do want <laughs> before I let you go, I do want you to tell us. Uh, we've got a minute or two left here. Tell us a little bit about this new album you have, and also the track we're going to play next, "Dancing in the Sun." Wow! Well, this this album is probably. Well, they all, everybody always says, this is my favorite album. <laughs> you know, all your albums are your babies, but, and nobody should have a sure. favorite baby. But um, the, newest, the newest CD is always your favorite. And, um, again, my band that I tour with uh, live is um, on this record uh, with a guest appearance from Mr. Mickey Gutierrez on saxophone mm-hmm. on a couple songs here. But um, it, it was kind of a joint uh, effort between me and my manager, T.C. Davis, and we uh, gathered all these songs. Gosh, I think we had at least 20, mm. um, if not more, and we narrowed it down to be 14. <laughs> but uh, uh, a lot of friends, you know, um, came and, and offered their songs to me, and my guitar players um, co-wrote Welcome to Bluesville, I uh, was happy, happy about that. And, of course, uh, I came to Bob because I really have loved this song forever since I, since I first heard it mm-hmm. um, someday. So I asked his permission if I could do the song because when you work with somebody for decades, you want to ask their permission. Oh, sure, certainly. <laughs> Polite. <laughs> so anyway, uh, 
But uh, you, you did ask about um, Banton in the Sun, which is one of my favorites. Um, my friend Kenny Greenberg, who was uh, Seeger's guitar player a few tours back, uh, that's how I met him and his wife, Ashley Cleveland, who they also co-wrote, um, oh gosh, what is it, uh, Power of Love. Mm-hmm. But uh, Kenny, I, I talked to him, I said, Kenny, I'm looking for these kinds of songs, you know, sort of a, a message song, uh, a, a feel-good song, and uh, kind of a up-tempo thing, and so he sent me a couple songs, and uh, mm-hmm. these are, those are the two I, that I chose. Very good. And now before we go, tell the folks how they can find you and how they can find your new album. Well, you can find everything you need to know and more about me on my website, which is SeanMurphyBand.com. That's S-H-A-U-N-M-U-R-P-H-Y. Glad you included that. There's a few Sean's out there yes. and a few Sean Murphy's. And um, I've got a store there. You can buy all the merch or you can go to um, iTunes or Amazon. Um, but if you're going to buy a physical disc, get it from CD Baby, which which is carried in my store because uh, – Otherwise, you're going to get overpriced. John, I want to thank you so much. I apologize we don't have more time, but uh, hopefully we can get you to come back and see us again. And uh, we thank you so much for sharing a little bit of your story and your music with us here today. Absolutely. Love to talk to you, David. Thank you. Our pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. Ms. Sean Murphy, and here is Dancing in the Sun.
Oh, I do like that sound. That's Sean Murphy dancing in the sun. Don't you, John Bon Jovial? Oh, talented lady. Wow, I like that. I was tapping my feet to that, thoroughly enjoying those two songs of hers that we just played, and, and enjoying the nice yak with her as well. Yeah. Definitely, uh, definitely a good sound. I'm glad we had both of our guests today too, because uh, uh, Jay is a uh, is a heck of a guitarist. Really enjoyed having Jay Katana on here, and uh, and then Sean Murphy. Another great show, I think. Uh, John Bon Jovial. I think perhaps it's time for you to take us home. Yeah, great show today, and folks, unbelievable! You've done it again. You spent another perfectly good hour with the David Bowers Awards, and we are extremely grateful for your presence here today. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and of course from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. You will find us for free on Blog Talk Radio and also on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Amazon, Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud, MixCloud. And now you can find us on the TuneIn Radio app and PodCoin as well. PodCoin is the app that pays you to listen to podcasts just like the David Bowers Awards. Click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page and be sure to like the David Bowers on Facebook as well as Twitter so you can keep track of all the great news that's going on in the wild, wacky, wonderful world of indie music. Join us next week, if you will, please, for the David Bowers Awards, Saturdays at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM, that is 106.3 Rochester Free Radio, and of course on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week, for the David Bowers and Nick, our marvelously geeky engineer, I am yours truly, the legendary John Bon Jovial, saying love each other, be kind to each other, and we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.